Like, you're just on the streets, and, like, the Joker's right behind you going, like, I'm going to kill you! And then you turn around, it's the fucking car instead. You're like, fuck, oh, god damn Christine. it. It's not even the real Joker. It's just the car who does a very good impression of his owner. I'm the it's like, you're gonna Maybe. die either way. You wanna know how I got these tire scars? It's almost Christmas and also almost 2015. Almost 2015. Happy New Year. How are you people? It's the Pan Pizza Pizza Party Podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you? I can't believe recording on a Monday. I'm yeah. daft. Cool, cool. Um, I uh, do art stuff and I talk about art people. I'm Jake Neutron. I still do FNF, but I think it's going to start getting better. And I'm Wrecked. I still do FNF and I talk about bad old video games. Yeah, for someone who's not familiar with you, Rec D, what uh, would you recommend them looking up? Um, I would say if you go to my channel, the featured video is Friday Night Funkin' the Musical Season 1, which is literally two hours of what, what is essentially an entire season of weird fusion of like a serial cartoon and lyric videos. It's like if Brunel Floss had a oh, plot. Oh, that's a blast from the past. Brunel Floss. I met him I mean, three times, I think. I've met Brent a couple of times. He's 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 a pretty cool. But guy. season one A that implies there's more seasons you're gonna post. I'm current. I'm current. I'm currently in the middle of season two. We're about to put out an episode that's like over twenty minutes long. Hopefully this month. Nice. I just start with season two of TV shows. Makes it very interesting. Season two is the is the interesting one. That's where things start getting a little crazy. I opt- yeah like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to think about like, huh? When you watch a TV show, season one is usually very different from season four because with season one, they're still figuring out their footing. So it's like, is it really fair to review a show sometimes? Because I don't, know, I think about that a lot. Where yeah, I mean, with FNF musical, I didn't even get the voice for the main character down until the third one. God, episode yeah. or season? Episode. Okay, episode. just make sure. Yeah, to be fair, the first one I didn't intend it to be a TV series, and then it just got all the views in history, and I'm like, okay. Let's keep doing it. And, of course, I have a bar for quality, which was my downfall. So it doesn't get as many views now, but I'm still happy making it. I actually have multiple. It's like the dude who created Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. Who just hates his work. I don't yeah, think you hate Friday Night Funkin', but he's like, no, no. everyone uses it. Everyone likes it. I tried killing my character. I tried murdering boyfriend. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of the... Some... What is all this lore? I know this is making any sense to me. You're all speaking another oh, okay, language. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle disliked that Sherlock Holmes was his most favorite work of the public and yeah. killed off his character way back in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the publishers and the public loved it so much, they kept bringing it back, and he hated that. <laughs> he said, I have other stuff. Nah, we don't care about that. We like Sherlock and um, what's the guy's name? Uh, bend, bend, bend. Dr. Doodle. Bend a dick. I'm sorry. Bend my dick and come in or snatch. My favorite doctor, uh, you know, who plays Dr. Strange, that guy. Can't I'm just stand. imagining, like, 50 years from now, after the nostalgia critic is long over, there's just suddenly a million Melvin brother of the Joker adaptations. Oh, man, no. <laughs> Look, they got someone's got to carry on the mantle of nostalgia critic. You know, he passes down the torch to his, like, nephew or whatever. He's like, now you must remember it so I don't have to. There was going to be a plot line in Justice League Part 2 that never came out where Superman's son became Batman. Mm-hmm. So what if AVGN's kid became the nostalgic critic? Oh, too? no. That's the thing. What is this? AV, if, 
It's Cobra mm-hmm. Kai bullshit. No. AV- AVGN's kid is already making bad levels in Mario Maker that uh, the nerd ha- then has to play and says, what was she thinking in Damn. the videos? It's a self-regulating re- uh, economy. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of very important kid stuff, Batwheels renewed for season two. Batwheels? What the heck's Batwheels? Wait, did so Batwheels mentioned- already come out? Remember yeah. when they remember when they made a joke in the in Teen Titans Go to the Movies where they said Batman's car would get something before Robin did? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Batman's car yeah. actually got a TV show. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's cars but with Batmobiles. Yeah, yeah. Like and I like Pix- the character designs of the regular humans. Pixar's cars. But it's but it's Batman. You know it's what? Yeah. Babies. At least Batwheels makes sense for sentience cuz it's just a robot. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a robot. I mean, oh, yeah. This is literally just I'm trying to make cars. The cars, yeah. the cars universe doesn't really acknowledge humans ever at all. But this, this show, it's humans and cars work side by side. But for how long, we'll find out. I'm just imagining there's just this graphic scene where one of them kills one of the humans. Oh no! Under- Everybody's <laughs> got like, cars. We're tired of it. It's like it's like that one Brave Little Toaster movie where they actually try to genocide all of humanity and what? then are stopped by the power of Christmas. I don't think that happened. Wait, did that happen? No, no, it's the Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars, and that is the actual plot. It is the it's the same plot as that <laughs> Wait, one no, episode right. of Space Dandy where QT turns giant. Hell oh, yeah! Damn. Yeah, it's the, there's just all of the appliances that are built to fail. Oh. Go to Mars that, and want to nuke the Earth to kill all humans on it. That sounds like that Y2K Simpsons episode. Is that a Joker RV and a rubber ducky car? Yeah, that's yeah. the Penguin's car. Because he, he had a, peng, a giant rubber ducky in uh, Batman oh Returns and also Lego Batman because that's what I'm working why on. Do, why do all the villains have pupils and all the heroes don't? Soulless. You have to, you, 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 you're evil if you have pupils. That's yeah. just that's just the rule. Just, You're very just soulless the with the regular white glowish, blue glowish eyes. They're all they're all Luigi's Mansion ghosts just possessing Ooh. cars. Oh man, that'd Can be awesome. Ghost cars. Like you're ghost just on cars. the streets and like the Joker's right behind you, going like, "I'm going to kill you," and then you turn around, it's the fucking car instead. You're like, "Fuck, oh, god like damn Christine. it!" It's not even the real Joker. It's just the car who does a very good impression of his owner. I'm the it's like, you're gonna Maybe. die either uh-huh. way. You want to know how I got these tire scars? <laughs> oh god i was rewatching, uh showing a friend of mine the fun differences in imax and mm-hmm. regular batman stuff yeah yeah you gotta watch it more screen i mean yeah it's it's way more epic you know okay i know they advertised that with the dark knights like the movie and um it, like they said, only some of the movies shot in IMAX, so it would just switch between like ultra wide and sixteen by nine. Yeah, because that's just expensive, my man. The first yeah. movie to fully shoot IMAX was Endgame, if oh. I remember correctly. It's either Endgame or Infinity what War. What is this four by three? I don't want to watch a movie in four by three. Oh my god, it's it's great because when a character stands, they fill up most of the screen. Rather than weirdly cropping it, or literally having a lot of weird space. So they just—they've gone so far that we've gone past widescreen and reinvented letterbox. Yeah. Well, that was the compromise that uh, was made between TV and film. Let's have a combination. Now it just looks empty on the top. Yeah. I don't like this. Now you know what they're gonna say next is, wait, we can put more on the sides if we stretch it. Yeah. True. You know what else is being combined? It's just slowly turning vertical. I'm trying to transition. I... Discovery Plus, HBO Max, will finally combine and be called Max. 
That sucks. Max? <laughs> oh my god. That it's is going to be impossible to find information on. Max? Like, Max? You're looking up Max. You just get Max Goofy movie article. Yeah. Maxie, you bought a company? How did we only make two films? Why not just give it a whole new name? Why just turn it into Max? You wouldn't understand Dad's yeah. alternate universe where alternate universe where Max still grows up hating his father no. and becomes the new CEO of Max. Yeah, like it's destroying oh. all the cartoons. Max joins like one of the <laughs> some shady website, gets uh look looks into some free articles and suddenly it's an extremist goofy movie. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I need to rewatch the Goofy movie and stuff because it's like I'm remembering it, but it didn't seem as goofy as I remembered it being. Well, extremely Goofy movie is goofier, but Goofy movie is better. Hmm. Extremely Goofy movie has crazy animation, but the plot's a little bit. Eh. Goofy movie has some of the most incredible performances I've ever heard in my life, and they're coming out of fucking Goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bold yeah. choice. You guys want to know? Mm-hmm. You guys want to know what one of the first search results is when you type in Max? Uh, what? One of them is a Warner Brothers site, but... <laughs> Max movie. <laughs> oh, oh, the dog God. movie, Max. Yeah, the movie, oh, no one saw. Dog movie. <laughs> What's the movie about? It's about a dog, and I, uh, he was like a military service dog. Wait, and he gets... there was a second one called Max 2, White House Hero. And this... Max 2. They made a sequel to the dog? Yeah, oh, wow. I, I'm guessing this oh, is... Oh, wow. If the first movie was PG-13... Wait, no, it looks like it's PG. I'm The regular Max film is the most PG you can be without being PG-13, and this just looks like... You sure you don't still want to make this G? You sure? I love that, like, the poster for Max 2 looks, like, <laughs> phenomenally worse than the first poster. Which <laughs> <laughs> the people don't even look like they're actually standing over the grass. They look like clip art. Yeah. Yeah, the original Max poster, which if you're watching on YouTube, you can see right now, it... It's photoshopped, obviously, but like they're good. there. They're you know, there. you could you could see that they're there. Mm-hmm. They took this with a nice camera. The second picture, that's not even the same dog. Nah. Yeah. You didn't want to turn it for the sequel. That dog's just been <laughs> busy. The sequel, you just all you gotta do now is just gotta put like five obscure nineties cartoon characters on it and submit it to the Pooh's Adventure Wiki, and one of them will say, That family's not actually there. You added that. Oh. oh. I still have this, the uh, like, mm-hmm. The characters, the, the characters in the second poster, look like they're. It looks like those kind of like rom com type things. It almost looks like a Disney Channel Wizards of Waverly Place poster. Oh my god! And the dog, and the dog is just gonna. There's just gonna be the same clip of the dog barking every five seconds, and they'll just overlay the voiceover on it. Bork, bork. <laughs> oh, it's always with uh, straight to DVD sequels where they just hang out the present for a bit, like Doctor Doolittle, Tail to the Chief. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that was a real movie. Dog, the, the what? Straight to DVD stuff. Tale to the Chief? There was more than one, like, Dr. Doodle, like, spinoff? spin-off? I guess. Yep. It's crazy. There's the Dr. Doodle four pack. There's four of them. What? Who watched these movies? How much comedy can you possibly get from these films? I'm, I'm sure the first one's probably funny, but I don't know about, like, I'm sure, you know, he's a. There's more. There's there's more than two Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies, so you know. Straight to video. There's always a way to squeeze more out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't believe they have their own Doctor Doolittle nicks. I think um, mm-hmm. which uh, I think it was the Clumps or some Eddie Murphy movie. I remember one of my earliest memories was being in the theater, and I think Eddie Murphy was making out with some woman on a beach, and then she sinks into the bottom of the ocean of, of the sand, like quicksand. 
I think it was the clumps. Are you thinking of the no no the Nutty Professor Two the clumps, which is a real right. yeah that is the clumps yes, yes <laughs> which sounds clumps. like a sounds like something that'll kill you like clog your arteries yeah doesn't <laughs> no. he play all the cast hell yeah or something that's how one? that's how talented he yeah. was yeah and then and then he's like this will work again with a different movie and then uh, Norbit happened yeah like um. I remember seeing that scene of of the lady sinking into the uh, underneath the uh, sand and thinking, if I go to the beach, that'll happen to me. Quicksand. <laughs> yeah, quicksand really wasn't as big as a problem as I thought it would be in my adult life. It's still an issue, by the way. Yeah. If you live in a city area, you can still see a homeless guy just sink into the ground once in a while. But like other than that, oh, you just yeah. like hop over them. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not too bad. You just gotta you gotta remember to mash the X button at the right time. If you mash it too fast, ah. you'll fail the QT and die in real life. Ah, the QTE dying in real life. Dying in real life is a great transition. Ah, no, the, Q, the QSE, the quicksand event. Who the hell? What could we possibly be transitioning to? Oh, who the hell wants the Nutty Professor in HD DVD in? I like how they advertise the look and sound of perfect. Like I love HD DVD because it was trying so hard to exist specifically and only so Microsoft wouldn't have to pay Sony for the rights to use Blu-rays on Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. Why the hell does anyone want to see this in HD? But the transition goes to the Guillermo del Toro slash Mark Gustafsson film, Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Oh, two directors. yeah. Oh, yeah. How many Mark... of you guys saw it? I saw the oh, whole thing the day it came out, and I loved it. It's a preface. Hold on. Hold on. Huh. You're saying, why are the two directors? What did Mark do? He did the California Raisin Show. The PJs. And a bunch of other claymation stuff. Oh, so they, they had to get him, him on. They hmm. imported him from Will Vinton Studios, yeah. which turned into Leica. Stop motion hmm. experience director, yeah. Yeah, it, it does look a little bit like Vinton stuff. I can buy that. I mean, yeah, I love the way uh, Pinocchio moves. He's supposed to... Like, there's a lot of mixture of motions in this movie. I only saw the first half because I, I got interrupted with stuff. But just the way that he's supposed to be so gleeful, yet so... Slightly mischievous unintentionally. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was just a dick when he was first alive. He's like, what is this oh, thing? Smash. What damn. Is this thing? Yeah. Kick. Bust yeah. this. Set this on fire. Hell yeah. Fire. Yeah. Fire. 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 And. Yeah. He sets himself on fire even. I was first watching in Spanish because when I clicked on Netflix, you know, Pinocchio, it just sent it to Spanish and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. I'll watch it with subtitles then. Espanol. And then, like, 30 minutes through, I was, like, looking up trailers and looking up info about it. And I was like, wait, Ewan McGregor? I didn't know he speaks Spanish. Wait a second. <laughs> 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 and so I had to finagle with the settings. And then I watched the rest of it in English. And I was like, yeah. I would have watched the original if it was in Spanish with subtitles. But, like, mm -hmm. I don't want to keep looking up. I want to appreciate the animation. How would you and appreciate the dubbing. How would yeah. you rank this to the other Pinocchio movies you've seen? I've only seen one other Pinocchio movie. Well, you the, know. The very the 1930s Disney one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This one's way better. So I would say out of all the Pinocchio movies I've seen, yeah, this one's definitely on top of Disney. I'd say first this one, then Disney, then the Pinocchio anime where Pinocchio tries to kill a child to become a human by stealing his humanity. Uh, then the 60s Belgian Pinocchio movie where Pinocchio goes to Mars with a twirtle, which is a space turtle, so he can yell at the whale, which is now a whale asteroid trying to oh, crash yeah. into Earth and illuminate all life. 
And the way he thinks he is going to stop it is by screaming, You're hypnotized! At the whale at the top of his lungs. You're brainwashed, you sheeple. You're fucking sheeple. You, you can't think for yourselves. Think how I think. My, my favorite part about the movie, uh, about that mm-hmm. one in particular, is that there is two songs in the movie. Both of them are at, um, immediately at the start of the movie. And neither of them have anything to do with the plot of the movie. There's an opening song about a little toy shop. And then there's a song where Pinocchio sings It's a Great Day. And then there are no more songs once they get to space. That sounds like the Bob's Burger movie. There's like two songs they gave up. (laughs) I like Uh, looking at this art and everything of Pinocchio because it's like, it's just his nose. Yeah, it's just his nose. That's it. Well, what else do you know Pinocchio for? He's got a nose that grows. No, it's like... I want to be a real boy. It's like you're you're like 30 50 75% there. You're why do you want to be a real boy? You're in space, you can breathe. You, okay, no you air. know what the best part is? You know why he's like that? You know the actual mm. reason they give why he's like that? There's why? just the fairy says, "Well, Pinocchio was a good boy and he became a real boy, but then he started being mean and he did some bad things and he just turned back into a puppet again." Wait, that's like part of the contract if you just, just be an asshole to people you'd become wood again you become wood <laughs> again yes according to this one <laughs> this art looks a lot nicer like a faux disney kind of thing there was like for a while i discovered the fact that it's an entire there's an entire genre of fairy tale but in space and this was one of the several movies i discovered but circling back to the, the toro one uh pretty heavy stuff it's the 1930s in fascist italy mm-hmm. you're like oh and, and like, Pinocchio, you're immortal. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't really die. And he's like, yippee! Hell yay, yeah. what does that mean? And they're like, the stipulations. Mm-hmm. Every time you die, you must wait with me for a bit longer. And he's like, okay! <laughs> oh, yeah. <man. laughs> there's actually something really funny, because, like, right after that... Whoa, hang on, hang on. Um, I, I haven't gotten that far, so I'm like... Okay. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, because oh, we'll, okay. we'll talk about anything before... The first time he dies. Yeah, before yeah. Before the first time he dies. Okay, before the first time he dies. Gotcha. Yeah, for the audience, because this movie is yeah, apparently really great on no... Netflix. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth watching. Highly, highly recommended. So Geppetto um, has a kid that dies. Geppetto has a kid. Uh, his name is Carlo. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, super drunk, like, for 15 years, it feels like, apparently. Yeah, they just make him, they really just absolutely pound in how miserable yeah. this man is. It's like the first 20 minutes of the movie is just Geppetto's happy and then Pinocchio dies and for like 15 of the 20 minutes he's going and drinking and he's just miserable. I'm going to make a real boy out of wood. Which is what happened in this drunken stupor. He's like, I'm finishing tomorrow. And then he passes out in the stairs mm-hmm. and the angel's like, I want to make this old man happy. Instead of bringing his son back to life, here's some wood. <laughs> yep. Yay. Which I'm glad they did, or else they would have had to deal with the consequences of bringing someone back to life. Yeah, don't think about it. It's a yeah. lot to think. <laughs> they just, just Pinocchio just suddenly turns into a zombie movie. Oh, man. But the town had a very accurate reaction to seeing a almost wooden boy thing come to life. They're like, that's the devil, literally the devil. And in most yep. other cases, I'd be like, that's a bit over-exaggerated. I'll be like, no, this is the 30s. Yeah. You're in a church. That thing yeah. is talking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to burn it. Hell yeah. It's like, I don't trust that yeah. thing. Rip its arms mm-hmm. off. What do you think of uh, that aspect, Jake? Everyone just fucking hating Pinocchio immediately. I haven't seen the film. I thought you said you hadn't seen the film. No, I... 
I've all this time we gave you, we delayed I'm, another day so you can I'm see the, the film. I'm the one that watched an entire movie. Oh, wow. I'm the one that watched the movie. Okay, so we both watched it. Pan watched half, and Jake watched none of it. Oops. Okay. Yeah. I'm. 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 I'm the. I'm the audience. You're the audience. <laughs> okay. Do Do you have any questions that we can like probably um, hint at or answer? Let me or, think. Or go through. Does, um, does he get a happy ending? Um. No, it's 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 bittersweet. Like, what's the best way to describe it? Without spoilers, without spoilers, Pinocchio is happy and everyone's dead. Oh, that's, a very, that's as vague as I can make it. And you're like, how is he happy? Guess you have to watch it. Yeah, uh, like why is he happy? <laughs> that's that that's a good that I guess that's a good way to put it. Now you're like now you're wondering why everyone's dead. Yeah, like did Pinocchio cause World War II? Did they steal the plot where Pinocchio kills a human to become a human? There was that interesting, uh, to end this, to end it on, like, one note, then we go to, like, next topic. The next logical conclusion from, oh my god, everyone's afraid of Pinocchio is, this fucking thing can't die, put him in the army. And it's like, <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> yep. That, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, Hitler, way back when, was going, like, magic exists? Hmm. And then he's wasted a bunch of time and money on that. <laughs> oh, man. About that. It's really funny. What a waste. Like, can you imagine the people tricking Hitler going like, oh, magic, that definitely exists. Give us a lot of funding. And yeah. they didn't do anything with it. Oh. They're just like, we're trying spells, Mr. Hitler, but the blood isn't working. Oh, give us, the blood give us spells. Working. We'll make Gandalf. We'll make Gandalf for they you. They also did that with the U.S. The U.S. is like, let's figure out if telepathy works. And then two guys in the office said, I... No, a psychic. Oh, and it's like them in a wig. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I relate to that. I relate to those Nazis. Well, remember one time. <laughs> you can't just say that, but go on. Yeah, on. you, you, you really don't want to that say. to go out of context. Okay, wait, man. hold on. Okay, I relate to people trying to discover magic. Because one time I watched uh, Pokemon, and it was the episode where they fight, fight Sabrina, the gym leader, the psychic gym leader, and like. Mm -hmm. They, they go to, like, some institution where a bunch of people were, like, getting spoons, and they were trying to bend spoons with their mind. So I was like, whoa, I want to do that. I was trying to, like, do that myself, like, trying to put, push my thumb against it and push the spoon. Yeah. Well, there is a lot of fun sleight-of-hand stuff that you can do for uh -huh. magic, like the yeah. illusion. But, like, magic, mm, bit silly. Yeah, but yeah, science yeah. is essentially magic, like... You mean I'm talking to another person across the world? That's ah, kind of yeah. magic. I mean, the definition of magic is doing something without being able to define how. Yeah. Like, not without anyone being able to define oh. exactly how. Going back to Pokemon, they all, like, there was right. that episode, I had a VHS, the episode where they go to Bill's uh, lighthouse. They had a camera mm -hmm. phone that had, like, a, where you could talk to people, but it also had a video on it, you know, a video screen. Yep. It's like, whoa, that's the future right there. We'll never get there. Yeah. No, I remember the are. old Inspector Gadget's uh, watch phone that they had. It was just like three buttons and you can see the other person. We're actually almost there. I mean, we have yeah, the Apple yeah. Watch, but you can't sh like you can't show your what? like face with it. There's no camera. Oh, I think one of the funniest uh, one of the funniest gags that's aged super poorly. I think it's in the first episode of Get Smart, which is like the original 60s spy parody. It opens with uh, Maxwell Smart sitting in a movie theater, 
and then a phone goes off. And the joke is, why would a phone go off in a movie theater? So he has to walk outside to, tri- to take the call. Oh. <laughs> and now that's not even oh, just like, that's not absurd. That's just an asshole. Yeah, yeah. It's like, except this guy didn't, <laughs> except in real life, nobody actually goes out into the <laughs> into the yeah. hallway. It's like, yeah, I'm just watching some movies, like Sonic or something, whatever, right as the big battle is happening on the final screen. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, how's the kids? I remember when payphones... I actually don't. I'm actually lying for the sake of this conversation. The idea of payphones just existing, and you would just kind of, like, call people. Like, hey, mom, can you come pick me up at this location? Because there wasn't, like... You couldn't screen for calls or anything. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean, it didn't say like, "Oh, this is a payphone that's being used by this person." It's like, you want to collect this call from this person? Huh. Yeah, I remember seeing videos on like old payphones and the now obsolete and impossible practice of freaking, which is essentially yeah. old phones would use a certain set of tones or lights to indicate that you know it's been paid and you set up for the call. Huh. So they would just like put the tone, play the tones, or flash the lights, and then they just basically unlock the payphone. Interesting. I, I could use this next time I'm at a payphone. Yes. Or you're. I don't think it. I don't think it works anymore. I don't think that. I think freaking was Damn. such a thing for so long that they just stopped doing it. They well, if you ever go back those. in time, I guess. Yeah, if you, you can go back in time, you can you can freak till you freak. There's a hard thing about going back in time besides a lot of things and physics. Uh, money. Yeah. You can't just bring back. 2010 bills you have to bring like 70s and 80s bills you have to bring back 70s you have to go through every single one of your dollars and make sure it's not from a year after so like you could have 500 dollars mm. and only be able to take 15 of them to the 70s maybe take three of them to the 60s damn and they would just assume it's like counterfeit if you try to bring yeah. anything larger and they would also say, you know, hey, why is this money so torn up and worn? Why does it look so old? Why, why does it look old when it's supposed to be brand new money? Oh, you have to say strippers. Uh, yeah. like, okay, I get it. Or it's like, you ever heard of drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every drug's worth trying once. It was into the washing machine. Mm-hmm. Speaking of going to the wash, I don't, I don't think I'm using the phrase Spider-verse correctly Spider-verse into the washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to talk about the final season of Animaniacs, but go on. That came out? No, it's February 17th. Ah. Uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. I was showing Jake earlier uh, last week, late last week, earlier this week. How does time mm. work? Uh, that they posted the trailer and they deleted it immediately, and it said final season, and then they oh, released boy. it a bit later and said, "Okay, I guess, yeah, I guess it is the final season, guys." Oh, that's <laughs> a shame. And it, it seemed to be the trailer specifically didn't seem to be the main trailer. It seemed to be like one of those ones that they like post after the main one, to b- bringing hype because it barely had anything in it. And it was focused mainly on Pinky and the Brain. I do like this. Yeah, um... I've noticed. I've noticed that Pinky and the Brain has almost more focus than the Warners in the reboot. Hmm. Do they? Yeah, because they show up in the Warner story sometimes, and they have as many segments as the Warners. Hopefully, in the season three, they bring back some of the old old characters. Yeah, yeah I love. I mean, we're not going to see Minerva Mink, but I'd love to see um, Rita and Run. It would be fun to see. Obviously, Slappy Squirrel, which is the best segment. Please, Slappy. Has Freakazoid Please. shown up at all? Freakazoid mm-hmm. got his Teen Titans Go crossover episode, yeah. and I hope we get something more than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be a funny thing. That they would do at the very end, Freakazoids at the last episode, the end credits going, I'm ready for my close up. Wait. I think it would, <laughs> yeah. I think it would be even better. Like he just he just gets there and he's panting. He's like, oh, I told you we'd meet again, and then it cuts to credits. No, that's the credits thing. <laughs> or he just doesn't want to come back on. He's like, I put up the mantle a long time ago. Like he's yeah. in a gritty reboot. 
Oh my god. <laughs> but reboots or seasons. Have you seen Yellow Crystal Fantasy? No. I'm not. I know it's by the same people that made Bushworld Adventures, but somehow I just never checked it out. There's a sequel. And I called a sequel in the style of the Aqua Team Hunger Force later seasons. Because mm-hmm. the oh. next season, which is uh, last season was, had a story arc. This one's called Yellow Silver Destiny. Hmm. All right. And that would be premiering, uh, what was it? January 22nd. And it's noteworthy, I would say. Well, because I like this stuff. But also, whenever they air the episode, the day after, it'll automatically appear on HBO Max. I say that's important because for Rick and Morty, they don't do that shit. Hmm. They they just they just wait a long time. It's like, don't you want to boost your HBO Max subscribers? I guess they're still like uh, they're still stuck on the idea that TV viewers are not oh. all over sixty. Oh, um, reminds me. Uh, kind of reminds me when uh, Smiling Friends came out. Wasn't there like a contractual obligation where uh, all the episodes of the season had to be on TV before it goes on HBO Max? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that. and that, and they like they tried so hard to kill that series. They dumped it all in the middle of the night. The entire no, no. thing. No, no, no. It was a surprise. Oh, they actually intended that. Yes. They, uh, wow. It was a joke on the Adult Swim Twitter as well, where people were saying like, "My family already took the home TV. I can't watch the rest of the se- season." And they said, "Go take it back," and it worked. It was like the highest rated of that time slot for the whole length of the period. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, it's also 1 a.m. Yay. <laughs> it's not exactly hard to get. Rude. Well, I remember I was in a call with Pan, and we watched the first episode, and we're like, can't wait for the next one. Wait a second. It just never <laughs> ended. Just kept playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Smiling Friends was fun, though. The, the freaking Brazil yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought the Brazil episode was the weakest, but yeah, I liked the first half, but I think it's a joke that ran on too long. <laughs> Even though that's the point. Yeah, it, but... it, did, it did go a little long, but it was it was definitely surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only something that can work once. Yeah. Like, you, you... wouldn't actively go out of your way to watch that again. Yeah. You wouldn't watch it again. Unless they had, like, another a sequel to it, where it's another standalone one of them <sighs> trying to book their flight. Mm-hmm. And just, like, a overarching oh, six-piece miniseries of them trying to get home, but it's very hard, but also oh, very God. boring. Oh. I feel like you can only make so much boring TV. It's like that one episode of Invader Zim they made to save the budget where it like barely changes the positioning of the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Panny and Stocking Zim did the same, waffles. I think. Yep. Oh, man. We're, getting, about, we're um... getting new Panny and Stocking finally, too, aren't we? A lot of season twos of stuff coming out. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Another, another thing that like recently had a new... like I think the first episode came out yesterday or two days ago, but they... <laughs> the only place mm-hmm. to view it was Roblox with Sonic Prime. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a that's a whole what can of worms. Fuck? I know. Well, that'll be released in three days, so we don't have to wait yes. too there's, long. There's there's yeah. there is way too much to talk about with that to even settle it in an hour. <laughs> that'll be its own episode next week, I guess. Yeah. I gotta watch God. the new although, Sonic Prime next time. Although I will say, yeah. of what I like, of what I saw. Very great, very awesome. It's the only thing that'll get me to go back to Roblox. I don't. <laughs> I did not have fun on Roblox. I ain't going back there. I ain't. I ain't going there to begin with. I've never been on Roblox. I thought it was like a Minecraft ripoff, but it was like, oh no, it's a whole different thing. I've I've tried it like once. I did it for a stream because uh, my girlfriend voice actor really wanted me to try it, and it mm-hmm. was bizarre. Like the Sonic Speed Simulator thing is one of those games. It. These games really want you to spend money, and they will. Yeah, like, no, they're like they're straight up gambling. Game hell if you don't. Oh man, 
Yeah, like it's, it's will, actually you, pretty insane. You will move extremely, like, excruciatingly slow in the Sonic Speed Simulator until you build up, like, XP and points. And it's, Why, I see some it's, great it's, things with what you can do with the Roblox engine in general. I mean, it's, like, it's recreating a, very, a security yeah, breach. <laughs> it's a very capable engine. It's just the fact that, you know, it's used by all the worst people. Yeah, you could you do what? cool stuff. Or um, someone recreated Battlefront in Roblox. <laughs> So it's like mom saw... took away my game console. <laughs> oh my Someone had like uh, recreated uh, Sonic Unleashed pretty accurately <laughs> in Roblox. It's scary to a degree where like I was watching a video and then at the end of it, it revealed that it was a Roblox game. And I was like, what? That's not just Sonic Unleashed on Xbox? <laughs> so like they could do that scare. stuff. But like um, for, for whatever reason, um, so far all the like Roblox servers that I've like popped into, they were just, uh, oh my god, they were a headache. I can only imagine. Speaking well, of, yeah, it's, of a, lot, it's a lot of little ones. kids. Trying to transition to the last topic before we get to break. Rick and Morty! Rick. Rick and Morty. Rick. Uh, Rick. Recreational Mortpoon's Rickmas Mortcation. Yeah. What's this? Is, oh. I, I, I guess I'll explain it, the It's episode. a Christmas episode. Yeah, where uh, uh, Morty gets a lightsaber, although uh, he ends up dropping the lightsaber, like, face down vertically, and uh, it's just sinking to the bottom of the earth. And it's like, that's kind of like what I liked about Rick and Morty, where it's just like, you know, they'll be, they'll have a sci-fi trope that's so common that it's like, huh, what would happen if this were to happen? You know, like, they just... We parody common sci-fi tropes, and this is one of those, like, return-to-form type of episodes. And it's interesting, because if you go with the standard lightsaber crystal, the uh, Kyber shits, yeah. they don't really lose energy. They just kind of still do things, you know what I mean? So, like, it wouldn't run out if they did this, but the Jedi would just, like, force it up. You know, they would, like, force it back up to their hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this creates an interesting dilemma for them, where it's like, we have to go... <laughs> Save this lightsaber. Yeah, otherwise it hits the bottom of the earth and explodes the earth, I think. Yeah. Do lightsabers just never, like, get disrupted? Well, okay, and I've I've noticed any time in the, in the movies, like, any time somebody drops a lightsaber, the, it powers off automatically. Well, so lightsabers themselves can explode and, like, break, but that's usually because of someone else. Mm. Or, like, Kylo Ren has a cracked crystal. And he's forcing it to be in, like, a sword kind of shape. Yeah, it's all jittery. But we have another episode. The... Mm-hmm. Why doesn't the lightsaber, like, become destroyed by, like, the pressure of getting closer to the core? I'm sure the Shut way to explain up. it is Rick found a very good lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Or, if you're going to reveal the twist, because by the time this episode airs, if you haven't seen the new Rick and Morty episode... I mean, come on. It's like, it's been a week. We're not. Uh, It's not that scientific. Don't think about it. It's a robot. Rick was actually a robot this whole time. I already knew that because Adult Swim uploaded a video that said, Rick is a robot in the title. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's the big spoiler. I can't keep track of all this different lore of Rick and Morty. What is the deal with another robot? An issue that I have that Jake has a contentious opinion to. We talked about this prior. Uh, yep. Rick was only a robot since the last episode. That's it. <laughs> oh, that that doesn't even really impact anything then. Yeah, if they had a Rick and uh, King Mortar's Mort as like the second or first episode. Well, not the first episode because they would be like blah, blah, blah. If it was yeah. the second episode, that would make sense where it's like my my uh, grandson doesn't respect me. Now I'll make a robot. 
but that'll also defeat any character uh, growth that he has as a person. But they weren't going to do that anyway, because at the end is revealed, he's still trying to find Rick Prime. And Jake has See, a differencing opinion on that. See, to me, I'm glad that it wasn't that, like, the whole season he had been a robot. Because, one, that would have been a very easy cop-out to ignore all the other kinds of progression that Rick had had throughout the mm-hmm. season. Making him, making that a robot. Especially since they're going to fucking kill the robot. I would have been like, no, no. You've lost my interest as a show. I'm dropping this. There's no way you're going to do that with the character. Reveal that all that, like, investment or... Um, progression that they've had was fake but it does make sense why keep it keep up the rick and well for the end of episode nine is a refresher they fall into a vat of fake sun (laughs) so that would make sense why rick was just retapping into old stuff that he had done because he would know that morty hates the vat of acid (laughs) the previous season Oof. Remember that episode? I for me, I, I remember the Vat of Acid one. I I haven't watched Rick and Morty regularly since like season three or four. I think a good episode out of the newest season would be Analyze Piss. Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> great title. In that episode, uh, Doctor Wong comes back and very toxic to Rick and just says, "Why do you keep fighting these people? Why don't you just ignore them?" And it works. Huh? Like someone else fights this person. This guy who just sprays piss on people. <laughs> I don't want to spoil that one because that one's very good. All right. Yeah, sure. It's pretty iconic. While with this episode, it kind of looks solidified to me. Like, I don't know if I want to, like, keep paying attention to Rick and Morty as much as I did before. Because, like, it's clear what I like from this show. This mm-hmm. show knows I and other people like. But doesn't really like doing it (laughs) in terms of what aspect mainly in like i really love rick and morty for its characters the way they interact and the way that they can build off of each other um, Mm -hmm. like a a long-form story i don't need rick and morty to be super serialized but it gets a little boring when like they just kind of throw rick and morty into like meta stories that are meta Mm -hmm. to be meta and not saying anything oh. about them as characters. Yeah, like, full meta Jack didn't... Rick. Yeah, there was there was yeah. one there was one entire one entire episode where it's just this is all the villains who have the powers to be the parts of a story. This guy makes you a protagonist. This guy gives you a sad ending. No, I I, I did like... find the uh, protagonist thing funny. They followed a random security guard around for a bit. That was fun. <laughs> and that like and that stuff can be fun and fine, but like it's when it's the only th- interesting thing they're doing in the episode, I yeah. might as well not be watching. <laughs> I kind of have an yeah issue with that, that that team of heroes that are all meta. It's like, but the whole show is meta. It doesn't really, I don't know, I feel like it yeah. kind of loses the punch if the whole show is already meta and you just got these meta I heroes. Think, yeah. I think like the last time Rick and Morty had genuinely gripped me was the season finale where he checks himself into prison so his family can go mm-hmm. home and get off a crappy planet. Was that before yeah. or after the uh, 70 season or season? Jesus Christ. 70 episode order. I, I, I think it was remember. before. I think it was, yeah, yeah, I think so. That was early on. That was early on. For me, like the beginning of this season gripped me a ton because I thought I thought the opener for this season was really, really good. Not as good as some of their other like really high highs, but it was like a really good uh, introduction to what I like what I and many people thought they were going to do. And then like 
it had a few other episodes that were pretty strong, and then it just they it became clear that they weren't really doing anything new, and anything that they did want to bring back, they killed in that episode. Like uh, that one episode with uh, what's his name, the Story Lord, whatever. They kill him oh, in yeah. that episode that they bring him back, and I'm like, okay, well that's lame. Well, it's like how they made this whole big deal that the central finite curve is gone, and that they have to repair the portal gun. And episode six, they kind of just do that. They said, hey, Morty, it's fixed. Hey, it's fixed. We're good. It's all fine now. And it's like, do you want to do a little bit more of that? You know, like maybe mm-hmm. an, uh, two episodes about trying to fix yeah, it. And it kind of feels distracted. like they, they brought that up and that it's not really ever. There's no payoff. The season has a lot of like setup and no payoff. In fact, the whole season is set up. The entire season is set up. Especially after seeing like that last uh, episode of the season, mm-hmm. all that shit was set up. There's you're not gonna get a payoff this season. And you know what we're setting up for? Yeah. What are we setting up for? The break! Yay! Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick little break okay. and then wrecked or wrecked D, depending on how you want to mispronounce it. Uh, we'll be answering some questions. Yeah, right and wrong. We're always in our clothes getting questions if anybody has a question be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find and post them in the youtube comments of this youtube video or go to our uh, fan discord the q a section yeah okay i was looking for the ping on twitter we actually got a lot of great questions already typing in in the in the discord we like we're live seeing people uh we're just gonna out some names the dude 97 they type something uh clownweed type something dh1 type something there's a lot of people if if, if we said your name uh, said your name from that little Discord chat. You should definitely type it in the comment section. Engagement question for Pan. You ready for this? Yeah. Not another Christmas ska punk person. Says Pan. Can you tell us what your favorite ska song is? Oh, if any. Dang. Uh, damn. Off the top of my head. Oh, I got all the. Ba- <laughs> That's so much. What to about, think about Take oh. on Me, the remix for Basketball? What the fuck are you talking or about? Beer by Real Big Fish possibly sell out uh, oh sell out of course that's a good one yeah that's the dream just to sell out and just not have to worry about nothing yeah let's see there's a i remember um scott Two network they recommended um what was that lincoln band lincoln. there's also kill lincoln yeah that's a good ska band that's a newer one what about the aquabats oh of course or the money body yeah. bostones yeah those are basic yeah. bitch ones but uh you know it's like uh damn other ones i'd recommend well scott Toon network also has their own uh set of songs not under the scott Toon brand name but jer j-e-r i love those well you could just say scott tunes scott tunes <laughs> yeah do you guys got any other scott songs you like unfortunately um, this is only for pan but oh no. it, yeah i guess hopefully no. hopefully none other christmas god punk allows this you guys should say your favorite songs <laughs> we're at the mercy of none of the ska, ska, uh, Christmas ska punk, so I don't know if it's Christmas per se, but I really enjoy the um. One of the said enti- ska songs. The entire soundtrack for Incredible Crisis on PS One is crazy good. Oh and, yes, uh, 
And the main theme from Oh No, which is a game where you play as two shirtless kids stomping through the street in like a weird endless runner Parappa thing, uh, is mm. way better than it has any right to be. Mm. It's called Tripping the Ecstasy. Tripping the Ecstasy. Wait, the yeah, here, oh I'll... No, Tripping the Ecstasy is the song. Oh no, hold on. Riding the XTC, that's what it is. Riding oh. the XTC. Here you go. Riding. It's, it's like, the best way you can describe this is this is like ska penis music. Hell yeah. That's ska penis music. This I gotta hear. We're gonna play a quick little clip. Alright, I hope you liked it. Yep. <laughs> ska penis music, That's that sounds like this. <laughs> oh, this looks like what about you, Jake? 2000 arcade game. It's It's so weird. I have a copy. It's really, it's actually fun. Yeah. I feel like I haven't, like, saved any specific ska music in my head for being <laughs> ska music, so it'd be hard to, like... Was it a rock band that had a saxophone? Can you uh, can you think of any of those? Uh, Madness, maybe? Uh, what if... What about a band that had a trumpet? Uh, can you, can you, we're just good to the next question. We're here for the next question. <laughs> Jake only listens to bands with guitar and bass and drums and maybe piano if he's feeling up to I it. I feel like I listen to so many like different kinds of music without paying attention to what genre they are that like <laughs> there probably is some ska music that I really like if I came on and be like, oh, I love that song, but I'm not going to be able to name it by its name. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. One of these days you'll listen to ska and you'll be able to answer this question. Months later, you just call, be in this call or asking a random question, answering it, and you're like, oh my god, this ska song. This one right Maybe here. Ten episodes like, oh, later. The specific song. Will and Will Studios. Classic questioner. Longtime questioner. What was that thing? Like longtime listener, first time questioner. Radio shows. You should anyway. Question for Daphina. That's me. <laughs> Do you plan on having Meat Canyon or any other guests in your past videos be on the podcast? If yeah, if they want to be on that, yeah. yeah. Would you guys be cool with Meat Canyon? Yeah. I think he's pretty cool. Yeah, Jake, you have any? predisposition that was very hard for me to say against meat canyon I don't, can we I don't allow him on jake jake know, can we allow him on i know you really hate canyon. him for some reason you're, you're very spooky guard your word is law Speak you're like now. ah meat no. canyon very scary oh no he's very mean ah now there definitely has puppies. been people that you were like we could have him on and i was like no but not <laughs> meat canyon meat canyon's fine yeah meat canyon's great meat canyon if you're listening and me sending you a DM after this episode releases, that I can just say, "Hey, <laughs> Recti." Yes. The new, the dude ninety seven. Yeah. Um, now this is different from the dude ninety six who we previously had on. Right. Uh, question for Recti: With with rhythm games still on track in the mainstream, what? Oh, hold on. As I was reading it, like someone typed a long question, so oh. it kind of bumped up. Okay. With rhythm games still on track in the mainstream, what confidence can you give to those in the indie gaming? Um, you mean in terms of making new rhythm games? I think that's what they mean, because I well, never those Scratch Melody. Well, I'll tell, nice. you, I'll tell you this. It's not a fluke. Not only has there been FNF, not only has it brought on, like, a huge wave of new, you know, indie rhythm. Even before FNF, there was stuff like Fruit Ninja and um, Beat, Ri Beat, Sa Beat Saber and Geometry Dash mm -hmm. and uh, Just Shapes and Beats. Rhythm has become a huge genre again, and I will admit FNF, specifically has pushed character-based rhythm to be big again. Um, even past that and past Scratch and Melody, just recently, there's been another rhythm game. I think it's called, like, Bits and Bites or something that is mm -hmm. a rhythm heaven-influenced game that just hit Kickstarter. I think the thing about, 
or what makes games widely popular is how easily you can mod them. Because if you remember... Yeah, oh, absolutely. Way back in the 90s Doom, they just said, yeah, mod it. Mm. We might even release the packs. And like, yeah, yeah, I want to make shit for this game. Op- opening a game that people care about is the number one way to make it huge and killing it. Actually, I have, I have a similar story. I have a, I have a story for how the opposite can happen, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best games I have played all year and one of the best games I've played in a long time, Nipponichi Software, they normally publish Disgaea and a bunch of like Yay. RPGs mm-hmm. and stuff. They released a game called Mad Rat Dead. It is a rhythm platformer. It is very cleverly designed. The entire soundtrack is genuinely one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in a video game. The story is heartbreaking and kind oh. of beautiful. And yeah, this copyright, before. yeah, that guy. And this copyright claims the goddamn uploads that play the music, oh. and not just like not content ID. Channel strike. They single-handedly <laughs> killed their own fucking game because anyone that dared to give them free marketing was punished for it wow yep. i've never seen a let's play of it yeah they, they were just That's randomly striking down some channels not every single one but they were just they're striking down channel 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 i'm like man i would love to do one of these songs with lyrics and then i just see channels going down 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 the reviews saying this is the third time i would upload this because it keeps on getting killed i'm like okay never touching that cool you were saying jake it's like it's almost as if like working with the artists in your community and letting them like you know do things make things share things is actually good for yeah art both crazy economically and like popularly and you know stuff will go through phases i won't lie with with like being being in the fnf bunkers uh just about Mm -hmm. as long as jake's been if not longer uh there's been so many phases there was the character gets angry and then screams at you phase, which was all inspired <laughs> by week six of the original game and just kept spiraling. There was like three months where every single mod was based on madness after Tricky got big. Um, and then there was the rise of Sonic EXE and YouTube Kids Harder. And Pibby, yeah, which... Yeah, you know, Pibby. <laughs> Jake is at fault for, but also continues to make amazing mods for. You know... For fun. <laughs> yeah, for fun. But for Pan. Yeah. Before I actually talk about this little Ooh. thing. Apparently for Mad Rat Dead for the, the special edition, A comes with a cassette. I guess cool. Yeah. Yeah, cassette for the music. I I like that. Even yes. though do you have a wait. Wrecked, I, I believe you probably would have a, or a cassette player for some reason. Do you have one? I have a record player that has a cassette deck inside it. Yeah. Does, that makes uh, sense. Does, does Mad Rat <laughs> Dead feature any Disgaea content? I think there might be one little cameo. I'm trying to remember Yay. what it was. I think there's a. They always put a Disgaea cameo in everything they release. Yeah, I gotta put this the print in. This is how in. this is. Please. Yeah, throw a printy in there. They actually. Oh my god! Actually, a couple of years ago, when they were doing, um, they were mm. doing like a competition for uh, the re-release of Printy Wanna Be a Hero, where they just like make you yell, "Do it, dude!" into a mic, and you like send in your recording and the winner would actually be put into the game as one of the pretty voice clips. Yes. I did Ooh. not win it, but they did mail me a two posters. Oh, one of which nice. is ripped up and destroyed. And one of which is still here. <laughs> what the fuck happened to the poster? Moving two times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. But pan. You got it, got a, dude. I got a great question for you. Yeah. By the cool username. What to be a pretty dude. Question pan pizza. Yeah. 
would you ever consider doing a video about Cat Scratch and its mature comic series? Oh no, a Doug t a Cat Scratch by Doug Tenaple, a person everybody loves. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, I don't think There's I've a, all scooting away from that. I'm what's the uh, what's the comic series about? Sounds like uh, I think it was from a comic called Gear about characters in like a war setting or something, and the Cat Scratch cats were actually like side characters in this other comic. And uh, a lot of That's them unique. get killed or mutilated or whatever. Oh my I god. Think if you were going to make a video about it, it would have to be like children's shows that came from mature graphic novels. Well, in Something general, like there is a lot of cartoons that started with like a mature rated pilot. Like, you know, whoop-ass yeah, dude yeah. between Powerpuff Girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. For the classic uh, the tick. Uh, the, what was it? Like Harry and Steve or something became Family Guy. Oh, was Larry like and Steve, yes. Larry, Larry I think well, that was the opposite. That was supposed to be like a pseudo-kid-ish show. And then it turned into Family Guy, yeah. But I have a great question for primary Jake and Rick. Uh, question mm -hmm. by Hyperba. Primary, they have this in parentheses, so I got to read it. Primary for Jake and Rick, but the rest can answer too. What are your musical inspirations, be it artists, musical genres, or songs? Which we'll is stick to like music stuff. Just stick to that. <clears throat> okay, this is a good one. Jake, you go first. Ooh, let's see. Um, I guess some of my biggest musical inspirations. Um, I know that Steven Universe pushed me to do more dramatic and more emotional kinds of uh, music, especially like uh, making weird chords and such and mm -hmm. wanting it to dance as much as possible. Um, and then Sonic probably uh, pushed me to want to have a little bit more funk. So Michael Jackson, Rebecca Sugar. Cool. Rick, you do go. you? Um, I have Michael too Jackson, many Rebecca to Sugar. list every single one. The biggest ones, um, probably the biggest one period is Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys Baroque Pop Experimental period. I have listened to Smile longer than I have listened to any other song on Earth. Um, I love every <laughs> single part of it, even the weird, scary parts. I've listened to I've... most of their other albums. Hmm. I think I've heard a bit about that weird experimental phase that they kept getting compared to the Beatles and felt like they had to do something. Oh, there's there's it's... so much interesting about it. So it's not even just that they're compared to the Beatles. It was there's sort of like in a rivalry, like a Nintendo Sega trying to one up each other. But they nah, were actually like, they were actually friends. It's the the rivalry sounds a lot more like uh what's the best way to put it? The Atari Lynx and the Game Boy. Yeah, I mean the thing <laughs> is a fan the, base. the thing is, so this is the thing. Um, I have tried to present this argument so many places. Nobody ever takes it. Now you got to deal with it. The mm. Beach Boys is a perfect analog of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise. What? <laughs> yes. Okay, so hear me out. Early Beach Boys, it's all like fun, 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 girls in cars stuff. It's like the stuff that 60-year-olds listen to to feel better about themselves. Oh. So, yeah. and I'm don't get me wrong, they're, they're still fun songs. I'll be but 60 as next the series, week. as this, just like the classic Sonic games, you know, nobody hates Girls in Cars Beach Boys. You're like, it's good. Some of it's, some of it's still enjoyable to this day, but nobody's going mm -hmm. back and playing Sonic 1 nowadays, you know? Oh, God. I'd go farthest Sonic 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people started Sonic 2. And then uh, they go through this wild sort of transitional era where. Number one, Brian starts doing drugs, and number two, Brian starts being hailed as a genius after Pet Sounds happens. So they have this giant thing that's going to become huge, that's about to become revolutionary, that's something that's never been done before after the, after the genuine successes, and it all falls apart internally because of all the fighting and because it goes over budget and because everything goes to hell, just like Sonic Extreme. 
<laughs> and as this continues on, eventually they have a revival. Uh, in this in the 70s after that, they sort of start getting their groove back. Um, they have a couple genuine hit albums, you know, like the Sonic Adventure era. And then things get weird. The Beach Boys chase every genre, every type of song, no matter how terrible of an idea it is, they do it. There is a Brian Wilson rap song. Hell it is the yeah. worst rap song you will ever hear in your life. No, it's they... called Smart oh, Girls, Smart in which Girl. the chorus is sexy legs with high IQs. Is... Well, it's like when Korn, for some reason, made a dubstep album. Oh, yes. Please tell so me they... um, uh, the, yeah. the, the, the Beach Boys, the did Beach they do Boys? like new metal or anything? I do not doubt that they have done something on the rain, on the on the side of metal at some point. They have they, their experimental era went from about <gasps> I'm gonna say the late '70s to early '90s, and then Brian Wilson got a little bit more mentally sound. But the big thing that ended up happening, and this is the last, this is this is the nail in the casket for the Sonic thing. The Beach Boys mm -hmm. were like fading out of they're fading out of existence. They were long forgotten. So much so that Murray Wilson, Brian's father, sold their entire catalog for only like seven hundred thousand dollars, and they lost the rights to a lot of their music for a while. Um, but they did this. They did this song for a movie, and the song was called Kokomo. And this song single handedly propelled them into this huge wave of people obsessing over the nostalgia over old Beach Boys songs, made them a tangible brand again, sort of brought back the general interest, just like Sonic Generations. Whenever I see pictures of the Beach Boys or, like, promotional material, they don't really fit the name. Like, on screen right now, they're wearing jeans and, like, long shirts. Oh, no, they're, they're, it's, it's a horrible name. It's a horrible name for them. They, I forget what they they wanted to be called something else at first, and they would be forced to call the Beach Boys. I think they were called yeah they were going to be called the Pen no no the Pendletones was the Beatles. There was it was going to be um, oh, Beach Boys prototype name. I I usually know this. It's been a while since it I've been obsessed very with Beach exciting. Boys. Beach I'm Boys salivating. Lore. All right, what was what was their prototype name? Son of a bitch. While you're researching that, it's like the misnomer that Sonic was always was going to be called like. Penny the Pine Needle or something? Oh, uh, Mr. Yeah, Needlemouse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, no. yeah, no, it was. It was going to be the Pendletones. The Pendletones? <laughs> the, that sounds oh, the Critter Adventure on Time? Pendleton, which was a style of wooden shirt. Um, I've gone on this rant for way too long. I'm also very influenced by Jake Kaufman slash Vert, as well as Ken Ashcorp songs and a bunch of video games, especially Mother 3. All right, cool. So circling back just for a brief bit, and we'll get to the next thing. Yeah. So you see how there's like a little very scratchy thing that says Mr. Needle? Yep, that people that's say Mr. Needle Mr. Mouse. Mouse. Yep. That's not what it translates to. What does it translate to? That is very chicken scratch Japanese for Hedgehog. Oh my Mr. god. Mr. Hedgehog. There was that's a really uh, Did You Know funny. Gaming about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> we have been living a lie. If you translate those two words literally, you get Needle Mouse. But if you put them together, you get Hari Nozumi, which in Japanese simply means hedgehog. That's it. Yeah, that's one of those long misconceptions that people believed. It's in every Did You Know fun fact video. Like one uh, very common Did You Know thing I hear a lot from animation is that the it, like it, they said that uh, the creator of Dexter, Powerpuff Girls, and Johnny Bravo all lived in the same dorm together in college. But it's not. It's not right. It, it, it wasn't the, the creator of uh, Johnny Bravo. It was for a, a teenage robot. 
So it was Robert Zeddy, Gendy, and uh, Craig McCracken. And the crackhead, the classic. But yeah, you're, I guess the average person doesn't remember a Teenage Robot, so they just leave that out and change it with Johnny Bravo. Probably. Like the average person doesn't remember Cat Scratch. Nah. <laughs> Question, Snoogans. This is a person with a uh, very clearly cut reference to your favorite show, Pan. Yeah. Clerks. Animated series. Question, what's some weird stuff you've seen at conventions? I remember Pan's old vids where he talked about stuff he's seen at Comic-Con panels. Oh, I'm boy. curious if there's anything else. So I'm guessing this is an everyone question. I'm guessing so, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We'll start with... Nope, not you. Jake. Oh. You haven't been talking so much this round. Jake, talk. Hey. Oh. Wah. Hey. Wah. Wah. Convention stuff. Hey. What's the weirdest thing I've seen at a convention? Yeah. Um... I have a vivid memory of uh, going to a brony convention when uh, me and a former friend were like pretty young, mm-hmm. and uh, my mom was telling my sister, "Stop staring! It's very rude." And she's like, "But mom, look!" And, like we both <laughs> turn our heads, and it's like some like really, really, really old man um, in like a, one of those automatic wheelchairs, completely dressed as Pinkie Pie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't think that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen at a convention, but it certainly was, like, the weirdest first things. And I don't think it was necessarily him that made it weird. It was the fact that the conversation surrounding it, I was just kind of like... <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was pretty weird. What about you, Wrecked? Oh, boy. All right, so I got to break this into things. The strangest thing I have seen was naked sexy wario getting arrested for being naked sexy oh, wario what? the weirdest like what, thing wait what part of that was why he got arrested the naked part or the wario part the sexy part oh okay <laughs> he, he was wearing like a g-string go on anyway um the strangest thing that has been done to me was uh way back like maybe like i think screw attack gaming con 2014 um oh, wow. i was there and jontron was there and a bunch of the screw attack guys were there that's where i met bruno floss and i'm going through the sales floor and there is a Sega Nomad on the table. I'm like, oh boy, that's rare. So just to give you, just to give context, people aren't game collectors. Sega Nomad's a portable Sega Genesis. They didn't make a lot of them. They sold like crap. You had to pay like $120 for one back then. Nowadays, you're lucky to get one for $200. So oh, I got $22 in my pocket. I'm not getting this thing. I'm just like, what the hell? I'm just, I want to see how much he's selling it for. So he walks up. I walk up to him. I say, hey, how much is the Sega Nomad? He sees me. He starts sweating, gets real nervous. He's like, he starts looking, his eyes will get shifty. He's like, how much you got? I'm like, okay, this is immediately weird. <laughs> I'm like, I, I got $22. That's enough, I'll take it. I'm like, are you sure? What? It's a nomad, does it work? What? He's like, yeah, I just tested it, take it. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I go I go another table, I tested it, works. I'm like, okay, yeah, here, here's the $22. I get a working second nomad. I'm like, why the hell did this guy just sell me a second nomad for $22? As I'm walking away from the table, I overhear him saying, I can't believe I just sold a Sega Nomad to JonTron! Oh, no! You know what? Let him believe it. Let him believe that. That's fine. Let him believe it. I hope he doesn't watch the podcast so his dream isn't ruined. No! I'm I'm sure JonTron actually came to his thing later. He's like, whoa, you got some nice stuff. He's like, you're already here, dude. The last strange thing that's happened as a con is what I've done to someone else. This was the first con mm-hmm. I ever went to. This was Yumacon 2013, I think. 
So this was I went to a con with all the Sonic Paradox people. This was like right after Seaside Denied uh, and Metropolis Mayhem were like released. So very early on, very early on. And mm -hmm. you know, there's people all you know people all trying to meet us. We got like best guest badges and whatever. And there's this one guy that comes up and is, like, really uncomfortably close to me. But I'm this dumb teenager, so I have no idea. And it's the guy's clearly, you know, he's trying to, like, use me to get into Sonic Paradox. Um, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take you to meet him. And this mm -hmm. guy uh, forgot one thing, didn't know one thing about me. Uh, I have an awful sense of direction. I wind, mm -hmm. I wound up instead of trying to, instead of getting him to the show floor where Sonic Paradox was, I led him into the unlit dark electrical room somehow. <laughs> oh. And eventually, this oh, guy no. starts like he starts swaying like, "Why are you leaving me here?" I'm like, "We're almost there." And this guy's like probably thinking, <laughs> "Oh my god, he's about to kill me." And he just, he just like, "Okay, I'm turning around, I'm going, bye." And he just runs out. I'm like, "That's weird." And then somehow I managed to get to the show floor after that, but right after traumatizing someone. This poor, poor person trying yeah. their best to get to a place. Oh my god. Wild. Conventions are crazy. I think the weirdest thing I've well, seen. I'm trying to think of mm -hmm. a convention story that uh Oh, one that I haven't covered in any video and I remember my first year, twenty eleven, just being at the Warner Brothers booth. And uh, mm -hmm. it was just like, I don't know, they were just having a bunch of like costume characters dancing amongst themselves, like Lumpy Space Princess and Finn from Adventure Time. And right behind me, there was just some lady screaming at like some technician guy saying, it's too freaking loud. I can't understand. I'm, I'm next door. You're making it hard for me to carry a conversation or something. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, dear. I, I recorded a brief mm -hmm. snippet of it, but I don't, it's like on my old, old, old iPhone from like 2011. So oh, man. maybe you got iCloud back up. It wasn't it wasn't exciting at all. Like just some Karen yelling. This is fine. Well, no, I said iCloud backup. I don't. For I don't trust the iCloud. That how do you save your photos, man? Ride or die. If it, do you directly put them on your PC? Yeah, if it does, it does. You're the worst at like media preservation. I asked you like, hey. How do you save your videos and you're like, I just delete them. Oh, no, no, no. I, I put them in like a, a terabyte hard drive. Se several, two of them. Yeah, just a hard drive with no uh, backup or anything. If that thing gets lost, it's gone. Ah! It's gone. There's no redundancy. <laughs> Electrical storm. Ah! Boom, gone. Mm -hmm. What's well, unplugged like, usually, uh, so it's fine. <laughs> What's, uh, what was it? There was this one story about the N64. Uh, it, what was it? Two people were playing Mar... What? Yeah. Two people are playing Mario 64, trying to do a speed run, and there was a glitch from space. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a solar flare that uh, screwed it over. Yes, it was a ionizing particle from space collided with the N64, causing an <laughs> eighth of a bit to change Mario's height from 11000101 to 11000100, boosting him from like one place to another in the clock tower so it's like that's gonna happen to your hard drive <laughs> it's gonna turn to mario exactly that's insane well yeah don't you uh know about those fun solar flare things where you lose power for a bit and it comes back on yeah 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 space is scary don't go there yeah space sounds horrifying from everything yeah would recommend travel oh no actually we have one we have one more question huh. after i answer the weirdest thing uh Someone asking Pan to step on them. What? No. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of weird. And two, and this is a two for one. 
someone asking you to hold the leash mm. of that person. No. That was pretty weird. Pan didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. They seemed into it. But yeah, Momocon, like, really, somebody really asked, for, that... asked me to do that. I was like, oh, uh, no thank you. So if you, want, so if you want to do that, don't. Yeah. It made Pan very uncomfortable. Ooh. Jake would yeah, do it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gross. I'll do what? You'll step on someone. Maybe. That's good. That's a good maybe. Last question. This is more of a funny little question. Uh, why does Bro's avatar? This is from Y.E. Why does Bro's avatar resemble Mysterious Mister Enter? Your YouTube channel avatar. Oh, mine. Yes. Oh my God, this is a really funny story. It looks um, like Mister Enter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a piece of fan art that was done for me for Christmas uh, by my friend Falero who's probably mm. most well-known for doing the Knuckles shorts and Sonic shorts and voicing uh, one of the characters in Team Four Star Dragon Ball Z mm. and, like, writing for them for a while. So it's um it's just this picture of me singing, um, and the character in the back, everyone always asks me, who's the guy? Who's the, who's the evil guy? Sometimes I'd just be, like, really exhausted uh, while I was in group calls and just start mumbling nonsense. So we mm -hmm. started calling it Subcon, and it showed up there, and I changed it. I changed my avatar to that um, maybe in, like, 2017, 2018. And I, I'm like, okay, well, before I get big, I'm going to change my avatar. And then FNF grew me by, like, five times in a month, and now I'm, like, 500K. I'm like, dang, can I change my avatar? You can update This reminds it. me of the classic uh, anti-reviewer. You know, like, whenever the Static Critic reviews something and then... Someone tries to stop him. Oh, that's you, but for music. Evil, evil gamer. <laughs> I got my own evil gamer. It It's an evil gamer that tries to stop you from playing games, but you don't do that, so he's just constantly like, you, you sure you don't want to play this game? Oh you're like, God. no. I'm actually making some music instead. I'm recording, I'm recording a song. I'm playing the game song with lyrics. I'm writing lyrics to the game about how bad it is. You're like, oh, wait, which game is it? And it's like... And you just name the game. It's like, oh, I actually like that game. You can, yeah, I actually like that one. You can do that. And I like... have, I have done Bubsy 3D <laughs> with lyrics. I have done Bubsy 3D with lyrics. It sounds pretty funny. It was actually pretty enjoyable. I was, uh, I was doing an impersonation of the uh, Lanny Manella Bubsy specifically. And can you do, can you do something like that right here, right now? Oh my god, a uh, little, little Bubsy. A, okay, a little Bubsy. There's a couple different <laughs> ones. Um, well, it wouldn't be a platform game without platforms. An arrow! It's been a while since I've played the game. I remember all uh, the messages. Aren't these aren't these game designers? designers wonderful? Yeah, yeah. It's, very <laughs> it's like a uh, male furry version of Harley Quinn. Oh, oh my god! Roger Rabbit, but sure. No, I'm just yeah. I'm just thinking. There's this one. There's this one thing. There's this one forum where people. I remember reading about a long time ago. There's there's just these screenshots of this one forum where these people would get, like, fake marriage certificates to say they're married to Sonic the Hedgehog or Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes. And they have, like, this forum, like, talk about all the sexy characters you're into. And there's, like, there's, like, all these different forum threads. And there's, like, here's the Sonic topic. And there's a bunch of replies. Here's the, you know, here's the Rocket Knight topic. And there's a couple. There's a couple. Here's the Bubsy topic. Zero threads. No! <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the, the Q&A no. on Twitter. And someone asked if they can marry Shadow, and he said yes. He said yes. Under three <laughs> conditions. You must iron my sheets. Yes. <laughs> you must. Okay, it was iron his sheets. You must make the food exactly based on what it was on the arc. 
and you must know his 19-step skin routine. Yep. It's like, that's it? Okay. That's it. Then you can marry Shadow the Hedgehog and listen to him sob about Maria for 12 hours a day. Maria! Do you think they really did get married? Why not? Yeah, of course. They're ordained. They can do it. They can do it. You marry, you marry a fictional hedgehog who's like yeah, in his yeah, 50s. I've never seen a tweet. Uh, it was like, this is actually what Sonic the looks like. It's just a bunch of moving squares and rectangles. Like, we were supposed to be surprised oh by that. God, like that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> so I, re I, I, remember, I, remember, I remember when I saw that. And, like, people were being really weird about that post because, like, it was a fucking game developer who was developing, like, a, a Sonic engine thing. And oh he was making God. a joke. That, yeah, it got that was, taken. Wait, that was supposed to be written as a joke? Yeah, yeah, that was a joke. It. That it was yeah, a not read as a joke. Good God, I was just so tempted. It looked like a, if I could see it could be misinterpreted as one of those existential things where it's like we're all just dust in the wind. It's you like know? this game was actually Thomas was alone this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Sonic fan game developer. No. Why would he be serious? Oh, yeah. It would have been funny if he said this was you've been playing the whole time, and then the second post is actually. This wasn't Sonic at all. It was home improvement for the SNES. Oh my god, home improvement. <laughs> that game. That game is. Is. What the hell? That, is game, that is. game? That game is. Sonic. It, it has dinosaurs and everything. It's like. I, I mean, I know it has dinosaurs, but I never made it past like the first level or two, so I don't know what's beyond the first level. I got I got past the first two levels, but it gets really hard really fast. And it's like there's two types of platformers <laughs> in the nineties. Platformers that are good and platformers that are not straight left to right. <laughs> yeah, except Super Metroid. The non-linear ones. Like they're the not non-linear non-linear platforms in the nineties are not good. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if if it's like a Metroidvania, sure, but if it's just like yeah. get to the end, but to get there is like a maze. Fuck you. You gotta get into a maze and you gotta like collect five five magic green farts or whatever who the yeah, hell knows yeah like there's a the there was this farts. new pac-man collection of games that they released and they released this yeah. new oh, uh super nintendo pac-man game that's a platformer but uh just like the old pac-man you have to collect all the dots before you can move to the next okay level. so there's there's actually a really mm -hmm. funny story about pac in time um oh it's not a pac-man game you sure hmm. <laughs> it's an amiga game called it's an amiga game called fury of the furries which got a Pac-Man reskin for the console re-releases. Awesome. And yes, it is really called Fury of the Furries. Look it up. It's the same game. Yay. I remember watching a Larry Bundy Jr. video about, what was it, gaming licenses, where someone makes a game for Japan, but you can't use that same license in Britain, so they just use the same everything and change out the characters. Yep, it happens. There's there's even cases of it happening in reverse. Um, there's a Jetsons game for Super Nintendo that got mm -hmm. localized in Japan, so... In the U.S. version, it's George Jetson sweeping up things with, like, a vacuum cleaner. In Japan, mm -hmm. it's an anime girl running around swallowing things with a disembodied head. <laughs> oh. That sounds way cooler than Je yeah. uh, Jetson. It is, and it's, and it's a better game. They patched a lot of the bugs in the U.S. version and the Japanese version. Wait, so the, it's like how mm, the U.S. version's better? No, the Japanese version's better. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the one with anime girl with severed head. With, uh, depending, for GameCube games, I remember there's a lot of regional differences. Uh, not, not for that game specifically, but I think it was Wario World for the GameCube. Yes, yeah, the, the gem, the final boss of the gem's different. It's way easier for the American version. It's, yep. that was released way later on and everything. And it's like, yeah, oh my really god. Yeah, cool, really cool reference, really cool reference to that.
um, with Sonic Frontiers. I don't consider this a spoiler. Don't Warriors play the final. There? Don't play the final boss on normal mode. Set it to hard, or it will skip the final boss. Oh, oh, that's. that's I'm weird. not joking. That actually happened to me, and I felt so destroyed by it. Oh, well, I haven't played it in a bit, but wasn't it like? You select this mode because you want to hang out and have a good time. No, this they completely a bit screwed challenging. it up. They completely mm -hmm. screwed it up. You can play the rest of the game on normal, but set it to hard before you go into the uh, go and fight the final boss. Otherwise, you will not fight the final boss. Just like olden times. It just goes to the ending. <laughs> you just go to the second final boss, and that's the final boss. No, that's the one it skips. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it skips the true final boss. I do need to play more of it because I had a lot of fun with Sonic Frontiers. It's, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was like, I was stuck on it for a week and I was just like absolutely farming the big fish stuff to like b blast through the last island because like for the first week of it, it's, I got to play this game before Twitter spoils it for me. I feel like Sonic Frontiers should have been what Sonic 2006 was trying to be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get pretty you. much. We do know the classic development schedule where they had to make a, a Wii game for the uh, Sonic Wii game, and they're like, yeah. this is this is going to run on the Wii. Do you want to... Can we not do that? And they said, no, we already signed the contract. Split the team. Yep, split the team. <laughs> oh, man. Sonic 2006, that is... But... <sighs> tragedy. No, we get the split up. What? This podcast. It's, it's, it's over. Okay. The episode's over. It's a bit okay. late. Okay. Uh, been going for a while. Yeah, it's, it's like one of the longer ones at... I don't know the timestamps, so we'll have like it never it, ends. We'll have some audio. I have too many dumb it's stories. It's like forty minutes plus thirty-five. One hour and eighteen minutes. Whatever that is, who knows numbers? <laughs> Not us. Yeah. Rick D might know numbers, but I don't know any of us um, who knows numbers. I, I have a producer specifically because I don't know numbers. You have a numbers guy. I have a numbers guy. <laughs> are you so wait? True. Are you at the stage of your life where you have a guy for everything? <laughs> Almost. Like. Okay, well, okay, what do you not have a guy for yet? The rest of my life. <laughs> the rest of your life. Wait, okay, okay, what's next? Do you have a car guy? No. Okay. That's that's the end of the list. That's the only yeah. thing you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> the car guy. Yeah, no. Change a tire, car guy. Oil change, car guy. Windshield wiper fluid, car change. It's, Headlight it's... fluid, change. Oh, wait, no, I guess I technically... No, no, he died. I don't have him. Yeah, that would ruin a guy uh, being dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got, I, got, but I, got, I got the dead guy. Oh, <laughs> you have a dead guy? Yeah, when we yeah. go get him. Yeah. Uh, we don't Slowly need him. Drags. We don't need him, but, you know, in case you want to feel good about being alive, here's a reminder. Here's your, oh, here's you your good memento glory, like Markiplier. Mm -hmm. oh. Go on. Remember that channel that people said, stop re-uploading, it defeats the purpose. All right, it was that like, thing. I want to watch episodes. <laughs> I don't remember that shit. I didn't I see saw, it. like, one before it died because I thought, oh, this is kind of cool, and I watched the video, I'm like... Mr. Like, Beast does this every day. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, he kills people every day. Yeah. But. Fuck this. Good night, everyone. Pretentious bullshit. Hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>